we are going to be breaking down Kiss's Love Gun. There was something about this and what it did to young men. Uh, honest to God, I didn't learn from Tom and Betty. I learned from, you know, Gene, Paul, Ace, and Peter about the birds and beasts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's just the way it, it all went down. This is Vinyl Analysis. I am your host, Arch Madness. Along with me, producer Greg Hansberry. What's up, Greg? Yo. Good to good to have you back. We had three people in the studio last week, so we lost a microphone. So I'm glad I'm glad to have your voice back. Let's get another mic in here. What do you say? Oh, come on. Baby steps. Baby steps. Soon. Soon. I hear it's I'll in the ask budget. Corporate. I hear it's <laughs> in the budget. And we're going to be breaking down Kiss's Love Gun. It was released on June 30th, 1977. But as I always say every week, this will probably be about 5% of what we talk about tonight. Our guest, musician, Chuck Oni. And, and, and Chuck, we're, we're longtime friends, we're aren't long-time we? Fr- and strangely enough, I was released on June 30th, 1977. See too. what he did there? <laughs> see what he did there? I now, didn't know the date, but I'm glad you told me that. Now, now, now see, Chuck, and this is how we're kind of rolling with it, because we, we put this up on, it's on iTunes, yep. and you know, and then pod, these podcasts, they're all around the world. Yes. Chuck, so I can't really say... You know, Columbus, Ohio is a museum, right. you know what I mean? Right, right, so it's right. one of those ones where it's like... You can I'm say like, world star, I don't right, mind. Right. But you always say, like, this is radio personality, this is musician. Right. So, so anyway, and, and Chuck and I, and, and Chuck's been in, in, a, in a couple different bands that I really love. Uh, the Vague is 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 one of my one of my favorites, and we'll we'll kind of get into that. Uh, Chuck, what what are you doing right now, man? To get us kind of caught up, and then we'll we'll get into everything that we need to get into. Okay. Uh, well, I, I I'm I'm solo now. I'm not in the Vague anymore. I'm Chuck Oni, and I have a backing band called the Flare Ups. So it's Chuck Oni and the Flare Ups. Um, I'm in that band, and then I do tons of solo shows by myself acoustically, and then uh, I also play in an acoustic cover band with the bass player from the Flare Ups. We're in Bad Idea Cocktail. It's his band. Okay. It's not my band. Was it a bad idea? No, it's a great this? idea, but okay. it's, he, he tells okay. me that all the time. It's it's my band. Okay. Don't No <laughs> ideas. My band. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, Greg does the same thing with me. He's like, this is my show. I just my let idea. you talk. That's right. My idea. You just see there's my talk, an, Mike. Yeah, there's always yeah, an idea exactly. guy in the background. Exactly. I'll turn your mic off in a second. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it, it's crazy. So, uh, love your sound. And, and you and I have... Uh, so many this interweaves with just stuff the type of music that we love uh we're both huge power pop fans yes uh which we can we're really not going to be talking power pop too much today no, but, but we can later maybe yeah. at a diff- on a different any date. way you want it ah, you, uh, <laughs> any way you want it RG. now now the the beer of the night we've already cleared through the hop devil oh boy. and i always try and Shout out the devil. i always try to pair up a nice uh beer uh, with the album that we're discussing, we're doing Kiss's Love Gun. So I went with Space Rock because we're both huge, huge Ace Frehley fans. Right. I, yes. I'm glad you didn't go with Gene Simmons' Codpiece. Yes. That's a <laughs> so, beer so I don't want to try. So here's the thing. And, Greg, we, we held off. Don't don't drink it yet, Chuck. Shh, I'm not. I'm we, we held shh. off. on Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Get a smell of that. That's, oh, I think it smells. Is that a little off? This is no, shorts brewing. Okay. Shorts okay. brewing. I think it's shorts No wrong. I like them. Okay, Greg speaks highly of them. I hear they're from that up north somewhere. They are. Yeah. They are. So let, let's give this a shot. This is uh, obviously space rock with the whole Ace Fraley thing. Here we go, Chuck Oni. All right, let's, let's see what we got. Let's, let's see, see what we got. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. I mean, not I, bad. We're gonna drink it, right? Yeah. I mean, I like it. I like should it. mention that it, this it, is. It's it's made with uh, little nuggets of alien technology. 
So that is kind of SpaceX shocked me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I like it. I, well, I have, we have, look, we're gonna drink it. We're Listen, gonna drink it. It's two of my favorite beers. It's it's got uh, space and rock in it, and it's free. So that's my favorite beers ever. Fair enough. We're gonna keep drinking it. I don't even care. We're gonna keep drinking it. So all right. So Chuck. Yes. Kiss. And and, and so we were gonna do a, a docking album, right? We're gonna yeah. do a docking album. And then I see on Chuck's Facebook page that Love Gun was the first album. Was that the first album you bought, Chuck? That is a, yes. It's the first album. It wasn't the first album I owned because I owned a uh, Walt Disney's uh, Hits song. Um, what was on that one, Chuck? It was uh, I'd love to uh, uh, do uh, that uh, one uh, next Chim time. Chim Chimney. Chim Chimney. What is the Burl Ives song? Oh, uh, I can't think of it. Are you talking about... uh, Uh, When he's in the cartoon character and he's blue. I can't think of the name of it. Uh, Give a Whistle While You Work was one of them. It was all these Disney songs. I always think of Burl Ives. (laughs) I always think of Silver and Gold. Give a Whistle While You Work was one of them. I'm trying to think of all... uh, It was all Disney songs. Anyway, anyway. I'm sorry, Chuck. Yes. (laughs) But that Burl Ives song is good. Welcome to Vinyl Analysis. Burl Ives. What was his first... What was his big hit that's going to kill me? What was his big hit? Come on, Greg. You're slow. Come on, Greg. What is it? the deal? Uh, what is it? What do you got for? I've got, what's, uh, what's your Burl Ives discography look yeah, like? Yeah, what's Burl Ives? Walt Disney presents Burl Ives Animal Folk. Is hmm. that it? No, this was like a Walt Disney's greatest hits. Oh, for the love of God, I don't Chuck. know. Anyway, I owned that record, but I didn't buy it. And Kiss Love Gun was the first record that I worked for, slaving on a, a paper route, and wanted to get. And with my own money, See? but I did not actually want to buy Kiss Love Gun. Now I was into Kiss since they came out because my brother was. Well, I have an older brother, and he bought the first album on a track, so I, I had already heard right. them. Right. But I couldn't listen to them unless I was in his car in his bedroom, and I'm, you know, my brother's sixteen, and I'm. Ten, actually, I was younger than that. I was like seven, and my brother was thirteen. He didn't want me in his room. Yeah, he didn't want so, anything to do with yeah, you. Yeah. So by the time I was twelve, by the time Love Gun came out, and I wanted to own my own record, and uh, so I had already made my mind. I'm gonna walk up to this place. It took me about a mile and a half. That's back when kids could walk, and and parents didn't have to chaperone <laughs> them everywhere. And I went by myself, and went to the store. Cars Payless, which a car store in it's in Alaska. It's like uh, Kmart. And my brother actually worked there. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, You're I was in Alaska. Alaska. Okay, fair enough. I lived right. in Alaska. My paper Alaska. I was in Alaska. Greg. Kiss was all the way up in Alaska. Jeez, wow. Actually, I Kiss that. played an Elmendorf Air Force Base in okay. 1974. And they were one of the first bands to go up to play Alaska in the 70s. So, And when Alive came out, my brother, my brother had a really nice um, camera, Canon camera, so when Alive came out, he took the booklet and took pictures of the booklet and and got them developed and he took them in black and white. And he went to his school and sold them and told people that he was at the Kiss concert where they were playing Elvis. So, yeah, they didn't know what any better. My brother made like five bucks for these. Your brother things. was. Yeah, my brother, my brother was. Holy yeah. shit, man. That's <laughs> horrible, Chuck. Yeah, he, he took no, kids' he, money. He took with, kids' like... money that he went to school with probably to buy alcohol and well, whatever well, happened he bought well, in the well, 70s. Fair enough. No, then, I've, then I'm kind of on his side now if he used it for so, alcohol but, purposes. Yeah. But anyway, so I wanted to buy Kiss Love Gun. So I walked to the store. I get there. Or Dress to Kill. I wanted to buy Dress to Kill, not Love Gun. And I'm looking for Dress to Kill, and I'm flipping through the Kiss albums, and I don't see Dress to Kill anywhere. So I'm kind of looking around, and uh, you know, I didn't even notice this one. I don't think there was any in the bin of Love Gun when I was flipping through the ones bins. And one of the clerks came over to me and said, "Hey, uh, 
the, for Kiss record? And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for Dress to Kill. And he's like, uh, we don't have any Dress to Kill in stock. And I was like, ah, crushed, bummed. And he was, you know, I, I knew I wanted it on vinyl too. I didn't want an eight track. And um, he goes, but Kiss, they just got a new record to come out this week. Which I didn't know about. Right. And he goes, you know, and he, I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. So he takes me around and, you know, takes me around to the end cap. Record and, stores, Yeah, man. record store. Soak old this school. in, yeah, Greg. Takes Greg, me to the soak end these cap, stories in, man. Like they would now admire if you're looking for mayonnaise or something on sale. He takes, <laughs> <me to the, laughs> takes me to the end cap and he hands me this record, this actual <laughs> album, and says, you know, this That's just, it right this, there, this man. came out this week. And I was like, no way. And he's like, yeah. So I, I bought it. And, uh, you know, skipped all the way home. You know, I did, not the record. <laughs> right, right. It would, it would make, yeah, you don't want that. And then I got it and I put it on and I'm popping the love gun that came with it. I don't have the love gun anymore. I don't know what happened to it, but I know like it, it had a love gun and it popped, you know. Right. It, it literally like tore up with like in 20 minutes. It wasn't made to really last. And so I probably threw it away after that. Um, but I remember listening to it and listening to Ace Fraley and like going, wow. His voice sounds weird on this record because I assumed on all the other records because I used trust me I used to scan through my brother my brother had them on an eight track and vinyl I used to just whenever he would let me look at them I would just you know yeah man. take it all in and I, so I just assumed like on on Getaway and Cold Gen that Ace was the singer I didn't know their voices right. I just assumed that Ace was the singer for those songs because he wrote them his name was on them and I was convinced Ace was a girl. When I was a little kid, I was convinced that Ace was a girl. I wasn't that confused, Chuck. <laughs> that is, uh, I wow. was like, he doesn't show his chest. He's got the longest, girlish hair. I was convinced Ace was a girl. He does kind of look like Jacqueline Smith on this cover. Let me just say, he's got a little Jacqueline Smith in him. I thought. Now, th this was, and I believe that was the uh, that was the first time that, I mean, they kind of had to talk him into it. But And look, so a little bit of background, like, like most of us, we're ace guys. Okay, I like ace. I mean, everybody's yeah. ace guys. Yes. We're yeah. ace guys. Uh, but isn't it amazing that guys in in kind of our age window and is and 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 the love of rock that we have, isn't it amazing the way Kiss just influenced us? It, oh it, yeah. it's, it's hard to explain. Uh, maybe not so much when people are like, yeah, hey, dumbass, a uh, little thing called the, the uh, British Invasion and the oh, Beatles. Yeah, well, yeah, I, don't yeah, you, yeah. I don't know if you heard of that or not. Yeah. But yeah that, Which influenced me too. But Music was has, already, an, effect, yeah. it has a, a, an effect on people. I get it, but there was something about this and what it did to young men. I mean, honest to God, I, I, I learned, I didn't learn from Tom and Betty. I learned from, you know, Gene, Paul, Ace, and Peter about the birds and beasts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's just the way it, it all went down. And it's, it's, it's crazy to think about what an influence. And, these, and you couldn't keep the pace that these guys were on. And, and, and honestly, I was reading about this record just kind of studying up as far as, uh, you know, fine-tuning my KISS knowledge because, I you know, obviously I've, right. I've been in the, the KISS Army for quite some time. This was an album that they recorded in May of '77. I mean, they were churning the shit out, man. And it came out. They June were churning 30th. it out, and then got it out in June 30th. And it's just—it was amazing that the there's no way that could have lasted the way these guys yeah, were doing every it. six months or that. Yeah, like you said, like the '60s, the Beatles and, and the Stones influence from those. You know that I was into that, but that was that wasn't currently what was happening when I was right. growing up. Uh, it was it was Kiss when I was at that age. Well, we had and, older brothers and sisters. Yeah, we did. I had an older brother and an older sister, 
And my older brother was into Kiss, and I don't think my older sister really got the whole Kiss thing. She's a couple years older than me, but she knows I like them, so I think that's all that matters to her. <laughs> it's it's just, uh, it blows my, did I ever show you my Ace Frehley tattoo? No. All right, it's so not on your ass. Prove it. <laughs> Let me pull my pants down here for a second, Chuck. So, all right, so this would have been, uh, this was another, somewhere between 10 and 15. Ace is playing at the Newport. Uh, You're 10 and 15 at, years old? No, no, 10 or 15 years ago. <laughs> And Ace is playing at the Newport Music Hall. It's a venue in Columbus, Ohio. Very famous venue. Yes. And you know the Vague opened up for Ace at the Al Rosa. Another we'll story. About, we'll talk about that later. Well, this is to, that's totally gonna trump my So check, okay. I want to see this tattoo. So I had a chance to interview Ace backstage. And I told him, I said, look, man, here's the deal. This is you're the reason I'm in you're the reason I'm in this business. I just I, I, you know, Ace, I'm sure you get this a million times. We talked, I interviewed him, and at the end I said, will you please put your eye makeup on my arm? Whoa! And he's like, you know, Archie, and in that whole New York accent yeah, and stuff, yeah. he's like, Archie. He's like, I, I, it's it's tough for me to actually write it this way, and it's I know this is the uh, podcast and you can't really see right, what I'm right, doing, right. Forward. but when he's writing on himself and yeah. then writing on somebody else, it's a different thing. It's a different yeah. thing. yeah. Plus, he's looking in the mirror. So he's like, "What do you have? I need something to kind of to refer off of." He, he, I'm holding my Kiss Alive two album, okay? <laughs> right. My Kiss Alive two album, and he proceeds oh! to put his I, eye makeup. That is awesome. On my arm, my buddy, who's a tattoo artist, was waiting for me outside in Pearl Alley. Nice behind <laughs> yeah, uh, behind the, the Newport. Newport. Yeah. And so I once the interview was done, I ran out to him. And he like, and I don't know what tattoo, forgive me, tattoo artist. Right. He uh, put something he, on there. He preserve puts them it. on there, made sure he had it the way it was so I could enjoy the A show that night and not have to worry about it. And then the next day, he went and put the uh, the, oh, the, uh, the eye makeup. Is... Yeah, did it the way that Ace had it on my arm and stuff. It was a little smeared because I was rocking out. Right, yeah. And I had been drinking. <laughs> right, Craig? No. You know that, right? Space rock. You weren't. So uh... I wasn't drinking any space rock. <laughs> it's good. So, I so, like it. Yeah, man. So it's a, and I will say this about Ace. Okay, and I always take Ace's uh, side because Gene's a dick a lot of times. Um, There was probably maybe 10 people. There you go, Greg. You need a beer. There's probably about 10 people in this. uh, You've been backstage at the Newport. You know know how that is. It's real tight. It's yeah. confined. They got the, uh, the, the banisters. The, and it's a tough walkway. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got that. Yeah. The spiral. So the spiral staircase. staircase yeah. yeah. So you walk up in there. He walks into this room and it's jam packed. He freaked out. Aced it. And like turned around yep. and walked out. And his I can record see that. guy, his, uh, his label guy came and said, Look, you yep. guys got to clear out of yep. here. Yep. Uh, it's you, Archie. You can stay. Yep. And then the guy filming this, you can stay. Oh, and wow. that's it. Because yeah. he just he he still is not uh, yeah, he's, just, he's like an it. odd bird man yeah they all are I, well uh, and, and Oni we played uh, at the Newport that you mentioned that that backstage area and we opened up for Peter Chris they had like fifteen local bands come and they had to play one Kiss song mm-hmm. and we played off the love off Love Gun I sold your love uh, I was which in the band is going Oni. to be my pick by yeah, the way yeah we we just played that great show when they first started it wasn't very crowded but by the time we got on stage which. It was packed. I mean, I ran out. I, at the time, we had cassettes. I just threw them out in the crowd, and people went nuts. And that was a great memory. But my other great memory about that is speaking of the backstage of Newport. Right. Peter wasn't there. And our guitar player, uh, God rest his soul, Mickey Daniels, he, he's passed away now. We were standing there, and I was 
really like dying. I wish I had one of these space raw. I was really dying for something to drink. Right. And Mickey come up to me and he goes, Hey, there's a whole, like it, there was like this, uh, it wasn't a cooler. It was it was like a big water bowl with ice, and there's a bunch of Heineken in there, and in the ice. And he's like, in Peter's dressing room, there's like, I don't know, twelve Heineken in this bowl sitting on this table that don't no, chuck. nobody's don't do it, in chuck. there. And chuck, I was like, don't take I, Peter Chris's Heineken. Chuck. And I was like, really? And he's like, nobody's in there. I bet we could go in there and grab one each. So me, hell? what the hell, Greg? Mickey you to this shit? and our I bass did. player Steve, we went in there and, and we grabbed. He, I don't think he touched it. We grabbed. We went in there. We grabbed each. Grabbed the Heineken and took it. So I stole Peter Chris's Heineken. So. Wow, you, <laughs> dude, you stole. Yeah. Not as cool as an Ace Tattoo story, no, but I have a story. No, there's but no. That was when I was in Oni, and then in the Vague, we opened up for Ace at the Al Rosa, and it was us and some female. Uh, thrash band from Detroit. I can't remember their name right now. An ace. I might have been at that show too. Well, we had might to. Have been at that show too. Scott Carr, who's who's in Radio Tramps now. Great was, guitar player. Who's by the with way. me in the Vague? Who's with me in Oni? We actually, I have an Ace Frehley picture disc, and so does he. And so when we found out we were opening for him, we actually brought our picture disc. Like I have the Love Gun today, oh, good and luck you with are. This. Good so luck I, with we, this. we we brought him in because we're like we're one of the opening bands. How All could right. you not get How it? We're going to meet Ace, our right hero, on. Ace Fraley. So what happened was, is there was a bunch of people inside the Al Rosa before Ace and them sound check. So they kicked everybody out and said only the bands are playing and one of your roadies, and then that's it. You guys all can stand here. Everybody else got to go. So Scott and I, when we were kind of hanging out backstage, he was, you know, he was like, "Should we take our records in and and?" Bring him in, and I was like, hey, "We're gonna look like it wasn't fanboys back then. They didn't call it that, but I was like, we're gonna look like you know these nerds, these kiss nerds. So let's not bring our albums in as soon as we come in to sound check. So let's just kind of gradual. It's let's a just progression. Hang in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we literally like walked in at the whole time. If you go in the Al Rose's backstage door, the stage is right to your left. We're looking at the stage, you know, thinking we're gonna see Ace on the stage. So we're looking, 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 and there used to be like a. It's now it's all open, but there used to be a little." area that was like a little corner and then the, and the sound sound guy would be there used to be a little corner right there we walked in and we're looking up looking we don't see ace and then we both kind of as we're walking we kind of heard somebody cackle literally like in this corner right and we turn around and it's ace and he's like literally like leaning against this corner and we were like there he is. Oh, yeah, man. He's by, yeah, he's by himself. Is, it's like seeing time. Superman, but we dude. Went up it's like we, seeing Superman. When we, he walked in, and Chuck, I know, man. It's, but we literally like went over to say something. It's a Beatle something. to us, man. Yeah. But we went over to say something to him, and, and uh -oh. I don't know what he uh -oh. muttered back to us. <laughs> right. But it wasn't English. He was, right. He was kind of, he was A, either really sleepy. Oh, come on, dude. It's Ace. B, really drunk, yeah, or C, I don't I'm know. saying B. <laughs> I, Greg, I'm going to go with B. Greg and Chuck are going with me. So anyway, so right. anyway. All of the above? Yeah, we were <laughs> we were kind of like, uh, I don't think we're gonna get any autographs from him now. So we didn't we didn't harass him. And so uh I will have to say by showtime, you know, five hours later, he came up on maybe six hours later, he came up on stage and kicked ass that night. It was a great show. So Scott and I were like, cool. Yeah, well, he, how could more, you not more, get your hang, picture disc? He's, yeah. got, he's got to leave. You know, he, he, We had a friend of ours come from, uh, we were talking about Raceland, Kentucky, and he was in the fan club. He paid the 65 bucks or 60 bucks. He's in the fan club. So 
before, after the show or whatever, Ace is kind of hanging in the Al Rose's little dressing room they have on the side. We're in the band, so they kick everybody out. You know, we're still in one of the bands, so we could stay. We had to get our gear and stuff. And there's the back door where everybody loads out of. So we're standing there. They told all the people who were in the fan club who paid, and there was like maybe 10, that they could go get their, they could go backstage and meet Ace and all that stuff. So my friend Greg's like looking at me. He came up here from Raceland, Kentucky. He was like, hey, do you guys want me to sign, get him to sign your records? Scott handed him his album. Said, Scott's yeah. genius. Scott S- gets sign his shit signed. Watch said, this. Watch I how this said, story ends, <laughs> Hansberry. Check this out. Yeah, so I was like, nah, if Ace isn't going to sign it in front of me himself, I'm not, I'm not, it's yeah. not, it doesn't mean anything to me. So anyway, they go back there. So the whole time I'm standing by the back door before you load out of the You're Al Rosa. Shit. And I'm like, shit, Chuck. I'm like, Ace has got to walk out of here. He's got to come out of this back door. He can't leave this. Al Rosa, space, unless he Chuck. walks, he, he can walks, do whatever the hell he wants. He's he walks past from me. He can't leave here unless he walks past me. I'm standing right here by the door, right? What happens was, is the roadie guy goes, Everybody against the wall. Scott and I leaning against the wall, and they literally bring out this rack case, this cabbage type case, cabbage case, and then literally it's huge. It's probably ten feet tall, and they will it past us, and he walked on the other side. So we're against the wall. What a dick move! Case. I'm so, <laughs> so glad my story's better. Sorry, that, I didn't my mean sto- to, Yeah, your story. So. <laughs> your story's that's all right. That's I'm whole, sorry. That's depressing. <laughs> okay. Chuck, the album, yes, Love Gun. Love there Gun. were two singles released, Christine 16 yes. and, and Love Gun. Yes. Now, as far as opening tracks, and I, and they've got them all mixed, mixed up on yeah, the back. I know. I, I noticed that, that earlier That was the thing I remember. I forgot about that until today. It was always, sometimes, Greg, with some of these uh, records, they would the make back, you want to listen to them. Well, they didn't put but them in the I, proper I stole order. Your Love is a great Great opener, though, man. It's, I uh, Stole Your Love yeah. is probably, well, this is going to be, that'll be my pick off of this record. As I'm going to make song? you pick. I'm going to make you have a pick here later. Think uh, about that. Uh, well, I have, I have, I do have picks. Okay. Now. But I'm not going to go with what you think I would. I, I, well, I'm, I'm going to throw a curveball at you, too. <laughs> so, all right. So you got two singles. Okay. From this record. Christine 16 and yes. Love Gun. Yes. Uh, Love Gun, that is a song that has been played from, from this record. On and I don't care yeah. if it was Bruce Kulick. I don't care yeah. if it was Vinnie Vincent. Right, they're playing Love Gun live. You're always going to see Love Gun. It's it's Paul's one of his favorite songs. I stole your love, which I found was uh, this is kind of interesting, and I did not know this as much as a Kiss Hound as I am. This was kind of a homage, as they say, to Deep Purple's Burn. The record with David Coverdale, oh, which is one of my wow. favorite uh, yeah. Purple songs. Right. But that was kind of his deal. Was he? He was, and I hear Gene Simmons bring up that album so many times, so many times, talking about Burn. Burn, yeah, that's a, that's and a good I, record. Oh, it's a great record, yeah. and it's you don't think about it in the the way it all goes down with right. Deep Purple and all the all the people that they've had. But, but anyway, so I thought that was interesting. Christine sixteen. I think Gene Simmons he gets a. a he has got a great voice. And, oh, I and, love Gene's and, voice. And, and, and I love Gene's song, singing voice, not his growling voice. No, not his growling voice. This is one of the best sounding. Just his tone on this song, Christine 16, is one of my favorites. Yeah. It sounds so good. It's such a rock voice, and it's he's... I, I would. I, I agree with out. you, help but that out. is the third best Gene Simmons song on this record. Now that... 
is why we do I, this show. I think I, my, 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 oh, myself this personally, good. I think Plaster Caster. Speaking of power pop, is the best Gene song on this, okay. followed by Almost Human. Oh my God! Up top, Almost Human. I didn't know if he was going to bring it up. The chorus and the way that uh, they they do this trick like with the, the reverb, voice. the reverb, uh, backwards reverb, or whatever. Almost Human is yeah. one of my favorite. Yeah. Choruses, and it's it's. I don't even want to say it's a chorus. It's just very clever. The way they that uh, oh, and I like and, that. and you got a better voice than I yeah. do. Please do it. That almost, I'm almost human. But this this almost human. The way they say it and the way almost that they human. it's amazing. Okay. It's got to be a little Paul in there too. Doing yeah. That. Oh yeah. yeah. And, way, I, and I like that 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 the backing vocals breakdown. Ah, oh yeah. Yeah. That all that stuff. Yeah, I think that's that's that that to me actually. You know, Christine Sixteen to me is is obviously it's a hit song, but. I don't think it was the best, in my personal opinion. Um, I, no, but Chris, I like, I like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I like "Got Love for Sale" too. Now, now, now Chuck, I'm not putting "Christine 16" like in, yeah. in one of uh, one of Gene's best Up, songs. Everyone's right. You're just saying, but the, I'm saying the vocal way timber it sounds, on that, the timber, yeah, the timber. Thank yeah. you. And yeah. I needed a singer to kind of throw that at me <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I needed that because it. it's, yeah, it's almost perfect. Gene, that pitch is just awesome on I, that. I one. actually thought like when Gene sang a lot, sang a lot in the seventies instead of you know, uh, you know, what I'm gonna do her instead of the Yeah, instead of the I thought when he voice. sang, he sang. He has a wonderful voice, and me personally, to this day, unfortunately, with what's going on with Paul's voice, I wish they would tour and do heavily, heavily Gene songs. And then Paul only sing a few songs. Isn't that crazy how that happens? I yeah. mean, it is, man. I, I wish, I, I honestly wish that's what they do. I, 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 the, nowadays, but yeah, I mean, I, I. Well, I wish Van Halen would get Michael Anthony back and just let him <laughs> sing the damn songs. Quite honestly, but it's that, not yeah, happening. Wishing, Chuck. wishing, yeah, whatever. Well, but now, now, so anyway, let's go through the songs. I like. Do it. I, All right, so you're a love. You like Love Gun. Love Gun is a great. It's a great tune. You know, at the at the time as a kid, I wasn't really thinking it was such a phallic symbol i was thinking more like cupid has an arrow kiss have a gun eh, you know i don't know <laughs> no okay all right so now no, we're talking. I, 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 no, so, you know you're bringing up wieners so let's just go right to it plaster caster now this oh, is yeah, a song well, yeah inspired by right. cynthia plaster caster yeah. she's the one that took the plaster caster of hendrix's dong yeah i didn't know that at 12 years old well, i didn't know it at seven chuck but now looking back on it Good on Gene, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. She, yeah. Have you heard about the plaster yeah, caster yeah, yeah, lady? Yeah, yeah, about yeah. the plaster caster. Uh, yeah. The backing vocals, to I'm me, is you. what makes the song. Oh, I'm with you. I'm, uh, see, not the subject so much, but the, uh, yeah. Just the way that it's put together. <laughs> yeah, it's a great tune. I'm it's, with it's, you, it's man. Very, yeah. Almost Human, we're on the Almost same page. Almost Human is very, yeah. Uh, yeah. The first song, Which Ace... Which Almost Human, is it me, would have kind of... Would have kind of went well on the Lost Boys soundtrack somewhere in there. I don't know. That's just <laughs> no. This, there's nothing wrong with that kind of observation, Chuck. Now, Chuck Oney on the program with us here. It's Vinyl Analysis, and we're, we're going to be wrapping up here shortly. But I, I, I want to kind of run through just a couple more here. Shock me, and, and as much as I look, I'm an Ace guy. Yeah, I'm an Ace guy. I stole your love. Still my favorite song on this record. Shock okay. me the first time. Now, look, if you were going to ask me what my favorite song is on Kiss Alive Two, right. It shocked me, okay. and the whole solo and right, the way right, it all right. went down, right. and visually holding the record and knowing that it's smoking and knowing what's going on yeah. during that song. Right, right, right. Anyway. All, all the stage props and stuff. Yeah, 
I, I, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you pick a song. Okay, because uh, we're not going with the, then she kissed me because that's not even their song. Oh, re- really? And and because oh I, I love that song. When you I, would. When and I got, he is a power okay, pop. Now, when at I heart. got this record, I, I was, love that. Chick. I was 12 years old. I just wanted the hot cheerleader girl to like me, and it, I don't know. To me, it, I I've always liked the song. Is it? Yeah, yeah I, I probably got to say, if it's not Plaster Caster, then She Kissed Me is probably my two favorite that, songs. Uh, that, that, that's so cool, Chuck. <laughs> and, and that's cool because I... I don't know. It's just then, me. No, bro. Then She Kissed Me and Hooligan are songs that I kind of throw out. See, but I, I love that because, well, you're a songwriter. You're, you're yeah. a lead singer. Yeah, right. You love your power pop. I do. And let's face it, at the... At the core set, level, at the core level, yeah, yeah. it's it's that. It's then she kissed me. I, right. I get that, right. man. It's a hit. I mean, it's the it's the oldies of the that. with the crystals, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and then the yeah. Beach Boys. Yeah. I and then uh, but, I get it. But it I reminds me it. of we did um, Shouted the Devil when they did uh, the Beach. Or, oh, they did help the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So wh- why do you think they just threw this? Poppy, I don't know. Kiss did, Kiss you know, did this, and they did any way you want it, and that's kind of like the only. To besides, God gave rock and roll to you. And that any way you want it is on the. Uh, that's the studio uh, side of, of Kiss Alive too. Did they do any very many covers? I know they did like a Ramones tribute and stuff, but right. so it begs the question more. Why, why did they do this it? song? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, it's so over it's the top. Well, they did Kissing it's, it's Time because they had to on the first record. They added that one, right. but but I think. Either A, somebody in the band really liked it and wanted to do it, or B, they were just kind of like short on... Let's remember, guys, and we kind of talked about songs. the time frame on this. Yeah. These guys, you know, this was it in the month been like of It might have been like a sound check jam, like they just jammed yeah. it during sound A month of May, they got this recorded. This record was done in about a month, and it was released in June of 77. So I they, were, they, they were grooving on it at the time, and they did it. Because Aerosmith I mean, I don't did know, but I was uh, Walking in the Sand, which yeah, is like about good, the yeah. same thing, Yeah, a lot of bands vibe. were kind of doing that whole, yeah, yeah that kind of... Bring back an old song. I don't know if maybe I like it. I like it. No, I, and I, I do knew, too. I, I knew I'm Chuck was going to go. I knew it. Chuck, I, mean, I it, knew that. Then she kissed me was something that you would actually pick up. I dig it. I don't know. I dig that, bro. I've always liked it from day one, and I never got tired. There, there has been certain songs on here over the years. Obviously, this is the first record I've ever had, and I've listened to this a million times. Um, over the years, it lost me, and then I came back to it. Actually, Hooligan was one that lost me kind of early, but I've came back to it recently. Um, well, they told tomorrow, him that tonight, he Tomorrow, tonight, I'm kind of, at this point in my life, I'm kind of not really into it that much, but I would probably like it again in five years, you know? You know as well as I do, Hooligan and the way that it's like, we get it, Peter Chris. You th- at, and, and this yeah. time, you got to remember, this is 1977. He was, he was the fighter of the he band at the time. He thought he was Rod Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> I get it, he Whiskey Voice. He was the guy voice. that was in the game. I get it, Whiskey Voice. Yeah, and it sounded right. good. The vo- right. vocals are great, right. but it's just, it's, no. Right. right. Pick yeah. a song. Pick a song, Chuck. Pick oh, a song. I there. guess I gotta go. Did she kiss me, man? That's my favorite song. Wow, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, wow Michael Chuck. Hannon's gonna hate me oh for life. Oh my God, he is absolutely. He's, Michael Hannon's got like a rash on his oh, neck gonna, now. You're not he's a rock and roll musician. You're a singer. You're a singer, man. That's why I, I knew Chuck would do something like that. I knew. And, and, and let me throw this out there, Chuck. Because and this is something we were talking about beforehand. We have a segment that we call Meet and Greet, where we just kind of bullshit about stuff that. You know, whatever. It's before the show, right? We might actually kind of uh, get some of that together yeah, towards sure. the end of the year, yeah. at the end of 2017. We got a drink. How's that beer treating you? Are you okay I like with it. the... All right, I, I like it. I actually mm-hmm. do like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This is weird. Okay. Okay? Your Kiss album's fans, very more purpley than mine. Yeah, I think... <laughs> you know what? I think... Uh, it's a printing press. They run out of ink, just like anything. You think? Yeah, I think so. 
I think I got mine in plastic quicker. <laughs> Probably. Right, yeah. It was yours third base, Chuck. Did you do that yeah. in wiffle ball? Yeah. Okay, no, no, Chuck. All right, listen. Now, this is something that KISS fans, Greg, this is going to be one of those moments. KISS fans don't really like to talk about this. Okay. But I'm going to bring it up with you. Sure. Because I liked it. Okay. This is going to be weird. And you know where I'm go- You got to know where I'm going with this. Okay. <laughs> I think. I, look at me, Chuck. I want you to look in my eyes. I don't hate the elder. Oh, I love the elder. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Dude. kiss records. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Me too. I just picked this. She kissed me. All right. I know. <laughs> right, 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 right. Chuck, I know. I know. And when you said that, I knew it was cool to bring up the elder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's one. I, I That's just... A- I could listen to that. I love it. I, I listen to it all the time, and and I I at the time period when it came out, people hate this record. Yes. People hate this record. Diehard Kiss fans hate this record. This was this this did to Kiss what Rock Me Tonight did to Billy oh. Squire. This is the Kiss what it just picture anything where it's oh. like this is not you. You're doing something completely opposite. Yeah. And I mean, but I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was a great record. And at the time period, I'm old enough to remember that you were kind of, that was kind of, Kiss and went through this whole thing where they were huge. And if you said you were a Kiss fan in the beginning, you got laughed at in the early days by your peers in school. And then when they were 78, by the time. You stuck, Love, to, you stuck with Dynasty. Time, he stuck through by Dynasty. Time, by the time you was Love Gun and all that, you know, you would go, I'm a Kiss fan. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, me too. And then by Unmask and the elder, Shandy. You would still go, Shandy. You would be quiet. I'm a Kiss fan. Yeah. You know, it was it was weird, but uh, I actually at the time period, you know, new wave and all that stuff was coming in, and all the classic rock musicians, Cheap Trick, and all them, the Sticks, and all those guys, they were cutting their hair off and that whole thing. And like, so when Kiss came in and that new romantic kind of look, I was like, oh yeah, this is cool, because it was kind of going along with the times. You know, I, I just watched. Cars with Gary Newman video, and I saw Kiss like that, and then I heard the music, and I knew that it was going to be some kind of change. I liked it, uh, and, and that was at the time period where I was finally kind of figuring out what I wanted to do as a musician-wise. And 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 we talked about how we were heavily, you know, we we I, I started kind of figuring it out that. I liked all these bands, but when I first started liking them, I, I would like a different guy. But then I started figuring out Paul Stanley and John Lennon are kind of the two. No, I, I, I'm with you, man. I totally get it. So I, I totally get it. You, so you're talking to the right like, guy, dude. So you're talking to the right guy. By the time guy. the Elder came out, I, I was you. like, this is cool. I liked it. A lot of my friends didn't. I, I have friends of mine who don't like Kiss like that record. And I have friends of mine who love Kiss, can't stand that record. No, and I, then I have friends like me and Scott Carr from from the Vega. And he's a huge... We. But I, that was one of our things we first met. He was like, "I love the Elder." He was no. like, "Me too." See, and Kiss fan. And, yeah, and I just I got no that book recently. Like about, I have no friends that like the Elder. I just I, got that book recently about the, somebody wrote about the Elder. It's it's about all yeah. the stuff going on. It, interesting. It's interviews with people that were involved with it and the promotions. The you know everything from the radio awesome. team. I knew you would. That's yeah, why I brought it up. It's I interesting read. It's I knew an you interesting would. read because I I love that record. Different. But if you listen to it. Was it really different? Like Dynasty. Was Dynasty really a disco record? Or is that our perception because I was made for loving you? Kiss has two records, <laughs> and we're not going to count Unmasked, but, and I know you like Unmasked, so let's, <laughs> we'll save that for another time. No, Jack. that's a production thing. Right, and, and <laughs> I think, yeah, and I think uh, uh, Kiss fans and, and people who kind of bash on the band 
They come after Dynasty, and they come after the Elder. Right. Uh, and, and the Dynasty and, and the Dynasty okay. record sure knows something. It's I, okay from if, a pop sensitivity. Right. Sure knows something is a great song. Okay. If you if, if we'll ask Michael Hanna this. Kiss no, release. Kiss releases Dynasty, and they don't put on "I Was Made for Loving You." And instead, you, they, they put on uh, 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 "Down on Your Knees" from Killers. No, I'm with you. Okay, so they Killers. released that Jesus, record. Dude. Is it is it a disco album? All the other songs? No, we're swapping out. I was no. made for love. No, it's you. not. No, it's not. But they would still call it a weak record. <laughs> and I don't want to, but you know they would. You know they would, man. And, and I'm I with you. Okay. And I like uh, it. And I like the songs you like, Chuck. Right, right, I right. do. But I know I know what the other side's thinking. And I know the fingers they're pointing well, at Well, I want us, people dude. who listen to this podcast, I want them to email you guys, yeah. Greg and, and, and Archie, and I want them to tell you, <laughs> who know Kiss, if you take off I Was Made For Love You on the Dynasty record right. and add... And add down on your knees from kill. Pick any of the They'd four songs. They'd come after sure know something. They'd come after that. I don't know. They'd it's come a good after song. that. They'd come after that. <laughs> Vinyl analysis at QFM ninety six. Yes. yes. See, there yes. we go. Also, if however you are listening to this, please make sure that you comment on it. You got to make comments on this, good or bad. We need you to comment. That's that's how this show is going to kind of build itself and. Um, and subscribe, please. Yes. And subscribe. subscribe. Yeah. And, and you can subscribe on iTunes. We're on iTunes. And yeah. tune in. Tune, and in. tune in. All right, cool. Yeah. Chuck, uh, I, I've had really these first five, six shows, I've had my favorite people on there. Hey, and, thank and, you. And, and I, it's just, an honor to be here. Nah, man. No, man. It's, it's just, an honor to create the first party foul. That was, yeah. And, and Greg was quick with right. the paper towels. Corporate right. doesn't listen. We're they right. don't know what happened. Well, and what I mean by that, I dropped my record on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to get out and see the flare-ups. It's something that, yeah, I, that, yeah, I, that yeah, I, I want to do. do. I, I really want to. Yeah. I think me and the missus are going to get out, and I've Great told her. Great band name, by the way. Yeah. Flare-ups. Uh, and and, well, and I, I'll say this. And, 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 and my last right. name is O'Nee and O'Nee and flare-up. And that wasn't the reason why I named the band that. I named the band that because in my former band that we talked about earlier, uh, our bass player always said, Said, sometimes you just get like you. I'm a nice guy, but when I do get angry, it, it, I'm like I've the Hulk. I've never seen that. I've I'm never like seen that I've never seen He's that like, side, Greg. He goes, when you get angry, it's like you flare up and you're like the Hulk. And so I, I use I've that, never, but I didn't realize about everybody with the sexual connotation. Uh, it'll always be the <laughs> then she kissed me, Chuck. I'll never, I'll oh, never think of that. I'll never sweet. think of that other Chuck. That's I, very I never sweet. will. Uh, I think it's because it's the space rock talking. And, and let me just say this because I this is we, we geek out on this show, we fanboy on this show. And uh, and we drink on this show, so uh, but the vague is is really I, as far you. as when I talk power pop and and I you know I let everybody know what a power pop fan I am. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys were great, man. And, and, you hey, guys that, were absolutely it's, awesome. It's and speak, I just speaking of that, check out our album Fussy on. It's all it, it only got released on Spotify and iTunes. It never go. got a physical copy. But check that out because if you really like, we really kind of went for the jellyfish spin on that. Would you shut we, up with uh, the jellyfish? We got to yeah. do that another week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love but that. But we, we kind of broke that record, was kind of our spilt milk. We kind of broke up while we were making that record. But I'm very right. proud of that record. I wish we did. Got to promote it more with shows and stuff like that. But. Right on, man. And, uh, and just for the record, Then She Kissed Me, that was your pick. I stole that's your love my, is mine. That's my pick of the fair. Then She Kissed And he's drinking. He's drinking. Chuck, thank you so much, man. I hope you had a blast. We'll be back. We'll do it again, right? We'll do it again. You promise? Yes. All right, Chuck. Take care of yourself, Then she kissed me. Favorite kiss song off Love Gun. For producer <laughs> Greg Hansberry, I am Arch Madness, Ow! and this has been Vinyl Analysis.
Wow. <laughs> that was that fun, awesome, man. brother? Yeah. <laughs>